waking up that morning, I knew that we were going to win the game. Didn't know how, didn't really care, but I just knew that we would have the medal around our necks. Welcome to Salty Plum Stories. My name's Nicole Brown. I'm a proud Larrakia woman from Darwin, or Gary Miller as we like to call it. In this podcast, we're sharing stories about the people who came to Darwin from all around the globe, creating our unique multicultural community. One of these far-flung places is the beautiful islands and mainland of Greece. Melena Yorgos Kufesis, ime ikusiefta chronon, yenithika stinalada ala. My name is Georgios Kufesis, 27 years old. I was born in Greece and migrated to the Northern Territory with my family at a very young age, and very fortunate enough to still be living in the best place in Australia. He's not wrong. But getting back to sport, football, or soccer as it's more widely known in Australia, is more than just a sport for much of the Greek community. It could easily pass as a religion, and the team you support is everything. Sports for me is a a huge passion of mine, in particular football. Uh, From a very young age, as as, uh, old as I could walk, um, I played for my family club, Darwin Olympic Sporting Club. Darwin Olympic Sporting Club and Hellenic Athletic Club are the two biggest rivals in football here in the Territory. The two Greek clubs, one bleeds red, one bleeds blue. Um, Hellenic was the first club in 1958. Shortly after that, in 1967, Darwin Olympic came along. Uh, and from that, Hellenic and Olympic have played in many massive matches, um, no more than the 2017 Grand Final, which I was a part of in, in, the, in the coaching aspect. And I remember that year very vividly. Uh, we never beat Hellenic the entire year. We had no reason to beat them in the grand final. Uh, A lot of drama occurred throughout that night. Uh, We were down goals, we received red cards, they received red cards, and we beat them uh, three goals to two. The first time we beat them that year, but it was the one that counted. And in the club's 50th year, Darwin Olympic Sporting Club were champions. And that moment, that ecstatic feeling, is one of the reasons why I will never leave the sport. It's a truly magical night for me. Georgios played soccer throughout his childhood but was injured in his final year of high school, so he decided to hang up his boots and concentrate on his studies. But you couldn't keep him away from his beloved club. He was always helping out where he could, coaching, social media, advocacy and whatever else needed to be done. Yeah, so middle of 2021, I I was approached by uh, the Federation up here in the Territory to uh, commentate a single game and... I was very nervous. I didn't know what to expect. I didn't know how it would go. didn't even know that I would actually rock up to the match, truth be told. Uh, And then I just attended the day, helped commentate, and really through that call, I discovered that I was able to bring a atmosphere to people watching the game at home. Carpathios forward. Quintero heads. Amity hoofs it forward. And almost telling a story from the first second of the game all the way up to the 90th minute, um, really, yeah, creating that dynamic for them that they would experience at the stadium, but from the comfort of their home. Catapulas to contest, and he's got to Costa here in space, and he goes early, and it's it! Luis de Costa makes it a double for the Reds, and he has scored a simply stunning strike. 
to be able to tell that story to people um, on on a on a weekly basis, no matter what the match is, it, it really is a a special kind of feeling to be able to bring that to people. And I really do take pride in being able to cover uh, the beautiful game. I would actually go on the record as saying probably the only commentator in Darwin, let alone Greek commentator. So I, I really want to take this hobby, uh, what's turned into now, uh, a passion of mine as far as it can go. And being part of that club and just the sport itself, it's uh, people meet me for the first time and they'll know that I'm a passionate football fan and passionate uh, football lover. And really, there's not many other things that I do in my day-to-day that can make me feel as good as what football does. It's a very important thing for me. So how did Georges come to call Darwin home? My grandparents migrated to uh, the Northern Territory in the 1950s. There was a uh, bit of a significant development in the Territory in regards to uh, real estate, property uh, and construction. And my grandfather saw it as an opportunity to uh, start a a new life uh, somewhere else. As we know, in that post-World War II era, and especially off the bombing of Darwin, uh, there were uh, a lot of uh, infrastructure that was destroyed, severely damaged or gone entirely. And the uh, Greeks that arrived into the territory were really tasked with the heavy lifting of rebuilding what was known as a fantastic, vibrant uh, city. So there was a lot of work to be done, and thankfully there were a lot of uh, new migrants to get things done. However, it's not only in the construction industry that the Greek community has thrived and made their mark in Darwin. Erling is, is huge, most notably in um, Paspali, a very prominent family that's been in the territory for, for a number of years. There are as well a lot of uh, restaurants and people that operate in that hospitality space. My dad has and still has a huge uh, passion for motorcycles and often spend a lot of his spare time in the summer fixing them, um, living on in a duplex, same as my mother who lived just behind my dad. And her bedroom was uh, the second story, literally facing adjacent to where my dad was um, fixing the bikes. And while instead of doing her homework, she was watching my dad fix motorcycles and uh, I guess they were exchanging conversations there, got to, I guess, know each other um, more, uh, struck a friendship uh, and that blossomed and I was fortunate enough that they uh, got married in 1994 and uh, I came a year later. So I was born in Rhodes, Greece. Rhodes was the uh, better hospital than uh, Kalimnos, the island we were living in. And uh, not too long after, my uh, dad uh, came in a great opportunity to move to Darwin uh, to become a teacher. And he's uh, been at that same school uh, since moving here in 1996. George's family are part of a much bigger Greek community in Darwin. They're one of the largest migrant groups with around 8,000 people of Greek heritage. A big bunch of them are from Kalimnos, the island his family's from. Stemming from those early stages in, in the 1950s and since then every decade, we've seen an influx of Kalimnians to the territory, uh, which has now really grown as to become the biggest Kalimnian presence uh, outside of the island itself. So we kind of consider ourselves as like the second Kalimnos. We even have a street in Darwin called after the island itself as well. One of my favourite festivals of the year is the Great Glenty. 
It falls on the king's birthday long weekend and I never miss it. Whether you are Greek or you're not, you certainly will feel Greek come that Monday public holiday when you're recovering from all the music and the food that you've consumed. Whichever way you walk into, you're going to be greeted uh, by that instant smell of what's called souvla, which is that rotating meat on a rotisserie. And you can actually smell that from a uh, quite distance away. So you're going to be really overwhelmed with that smell straight away. And then you're going to be seeing you know, children as young as six all the way up into the adults dancing and putting on a really Really good spectacle for all those coming to watch. Glenzie's a chance to immerse yourself in Greek culture. From traditional dancing to delicious foods like gyros, chowed octopus, dalmadas and of course baklava. One of the favourite pre-events of the Glenty is that uh, night where all the uh, older women of the Greek community meet at the Greek hall um, and they really form a conveyor belt um, process of making the fiddler um, dolmadas. And so it starts at the front end of the table where they're doing quality control on all the vine leaves, making sure nothing is uh, is torn up or ripped. Um, and then it moves on to being um, put uh, meat and rice inside and then the next person moves it across and wraps it. Um, it's really become one of those events that not just the Greek women um, partake in now, even some of the younger Greek men come along and, and assist where they're required. You might be getting the feeling that the Greek community is pretty tight-knit. So being Greek, spending time with family and the fact that family wants to spend time with you is one of those quintessential things that I'm proud to be Greek about. Um, I look forward to any celebration or any opportunity to spend with family and I think it's reciprocated and, and Greeks love their families. Um, it's one of the key traits that our culture kind of teaches us is that family is always important and that when you have a strong family and that connection is, is um, unbreakable that you can really get through a lot of life's hardest challenges. I completely agree. And Darwin is full of strong families from lots of different backgrounds. I think the Northern Territory is probably the one of the most multicultural places, certainly not just in Australia, but I think the world. It's one of those places that invites you in with uh, both doors open and it doesn't discriminate. It allows you to uh, take an equal opportunity. And as long as you want to pave a way for yourself here, the road is, is clear for you. And I couldn't envision living anywhere else in the world. Darwin is, I guess, our slice of heaven. A big thank you to the amazing Georgios Skoufezis for sharing his story, culture and community with us all. Team Olympic all the way. Next time on Salty Plum Stories, we hear from a very talented woman from the Philippines, Emsil Wills. I realised that when you perform these dances, you need to also learn about the history and how the people are in that culture, which is hard for us because we live in Australia. Salty Plum Stories is a City of Darwin podcast produced by Laura Uden and Cinnamon Nippard with editorial support from Johanna Bell and mixing by Hamish Robertson. The incredible soundtrack was composed and mixed by Kuya James and Tatut Malut. For more information, head to the Discover Darwin website. I hope to see you in Darwin, Garamilla, on my beautiful Larrakia country soon. If you want to hear some yarns from my people, search Saltwater Stories of the Larrakia. I'm Nicole Brown. Thanks for listening.